0: What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode of Moonshot Monday. Today, we're gonna to be talking about Lyft and why I believe the company should team up with Tesla to expand its green mode and offering of ride-sharing services in exclusively electric vehicles. Quick shout out to The Water Coolest, which is a newsletter that is sponsoring uh, the next couple episodes here on HyperChange. An edgy, HyperChange-style, you know, three to four minute newsletter you get in your inbox every day with the top business news. We're doing a giveaway that the, one of the people who signs up, the slash hyperchange will be entered to win in free AirPods, so free AirPods, and you sign up for an awesome new business newsletter, The Water Coolest, check it out. Now, before we get into the partnership, I know some of you are probably thinking like, wait, 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 Tesla's about to launch its own autonomous taxi network called the Tesla Network, and they said they'll never partner with Lyft. Maybe, but I still think there's room for a partnership before that takes off, and that's what we're going to dive into in this episode, because I think we're at the most you know, incredible, exciting inflection point here in the transportation industry. People say the transportation industry is changing more in the next decade than it has in the past hundred, and I think there's a ton of different opportunities and business models that are going to evolve from this di- disruption. And and what it's stemming from here is quickly hopping over to the S1 filing that Lyft just did for their IPO is at the crux of this disruption here, we believe that the world is at the beginning of a shift away from car ownership to transportation as a service or task. And this is you know the big idea that I've been trying to wrap my head around as a transportation electric vehicle investor. The car is going from this asset that we as individuals buy, own, and operate to this asset that is operated by fleet or ride-sharing networks that we rent out, transportation as a service. And this is going to fundamentally change our relationship with cars. I think this represents a huge business opportunity in some ways for the operators of these networks, but also is going to put a lot of pressure on traditional auto OEMs. I mean, some people think that consumer car sales are already being heavily impacted by these ride-sharing services. For example, Lyft actually says in their filing here, almost half of our riders reported that they use their cars less because of Lyft and 22% reported that owning a car has become less important because of Lyft's service. So consumers, millennials especially, I mean, this is hitting home for me. You know, I think a lot of us, you know, if we didn't have a strong affiliation with Tesla or really want an electric vehicle, like just don't feel that strongly about buying cars. And this is going to be a huge challenge for Tesla to overcome. And I actually think is a huge opportunity for Tesla as the most longest range, most efficient, most affordable electric vehicle on the market, which I think there's a huge opportunity for them to, to uh, partner up with a company like Lyft or Uber and basically become the OEM or hardware operator for that network. But before we get too into that, I want to talk about the Tesla network because this is an idea that Elon Musk put out in the Master Plan Part D, which is this you know vision for Tesla, where in the future, once autonomy takes off and cars can drive themselves, you'll be able to leverage this thing called the Tesla network, which will be a network consisting of cars that te- that individual owners like you and me have our Teslas and Tesla cars that they just deploy in cities, um, which offer a network of, of basically a robotic taxi service, Uber or Lyft without the driver. You can tap for a ride and an autonomous uh, Tesla will come to you. And if you own a Tesla, you can actually just tap a button and start renting out your Tesla when you're not using it so it can make money for you. This is an incredible vision. I mean, it's called the Tesla network. I thought this was, you know, a game-changing idea and I think is in many ways a lot of the reason people are invested in Tesla is because this idea and vision of an autonomous taxi network and service is a huge business opportunity. Ark Investments, which is a firm, very on Tesla that I have a ton of respect for, actually has like a $4,000 price target on Tesla, basically just on the back of this business model of an autonomous taxi network. And Tesla even said in Master Plan Part D that you would not be able to rent out your cars on other ride-sharing networks like Lyft and Uber when they launch this. So there's clearly some contention here. But what's so interesting is, uh, maybe a tidbit that some of you forgot with the Tesla network is, when they put this out in 2016, we were supposed to get details of the Tesla network later in the next year, which was 2017. Now we're in 2019 we still haven't had any details on the Tesla network. And so while I'm, I'm super excited about this opportunity for Tesla and think in the long run, there's a, Tesla will operate its own ride-sharing network, like we're still years away from that and that's being significantly delayed. And in the meantime, I think we're missing out on a huge opportunity to capitalize on fleet sales with some of these companies like Lyft. For instance, Lyft has decided to differentiate their brand by being the green, clean, sort of millennial-friendly EV and ride-sharing company. I think this is an incredibly strategic, smart move by Lyft. Um, in fact, about a year ago, they started offsetting all of their carbon emissions in every single ride by purchasing carbon credits, a huge move in the push towards electric vehicles and sustainability. They've also been piloting something called green mode, which allows you to rent an EV. And so I just put out a poll saying, um, you know, Tesla, when will they actually launch the autonomous taxi network, the Tesla network? When will this generate meaningful revenue for Tesla? Um, I almost got 500 replies already. Uh, almost half of you said 2023 or later. And this is what I agree with. My biggest reason why I think Lyft should partner with Tesla. And I do think I'm very careful about saying Lyft should partner with Tesla, not Tesla should partner with Lyft, because I think it's Lyft is the one who actually needs to do it more. But I think Tesla's, you know, the bottom line is we're probably at least four to five years away from Tesla generating meaningful revenue from an autonomous taxi network. I mean, they have to get regulator approval. They have to really perfect the technology in every si- single situation, you know, get over the insurance hump. I just think there's so many roadblocks towards the Tesla network actually becoming a real business for Tesla that generates revenue, that it's so far away that I haven't even priced it into my models, um, but I still think it's super exciting. But the point being here is, I think in the meantime, in the next four years, I mean, Tesla could be selling tens of thousands of vehicles to companies like Lyft who are placing a premium and whose customers are placing a premium on, gle- on green electric vehicle rides. And Tesla could be selling, you know, these, this a fleet operator like Lyft, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000, 100,000 electric vehicles, Model 3s per year and allowing them to deploy on the network. And I think this is such an exciting opportunity And a little bit of evidence about why this gets me so pumped and how we've already seen this popping up in the wild is, for instance, the Dubai um, Taxi Company, which is a company that operates taxis from the Dubai airport, bought like 50 Model S and X's um, a few years ago, was operating them, loved them, completed more than 64,000 rides with these electric vehicles. Also in Amsterdam, they've made this push to get electric taxis at the airport. They had like 100 something Model S's and they also even built a supercharging station in the airport and they just recently announced that they completed like 1 million rides in purely electric vehicles from the Amsterdam airport with 70% of them being in Teslas. And remember, this is when only the Model S and X were out. So now that Tesla's been able to release the Model 3, the standard range version, you know, some people are saying in ARC research, the cost of ownership of a standard range Model 3 could be on, uh, comparable to the cost of a Toyota Camry once you factor in the maintenance and fuel savings. So that with the cheapest Model 3, I mean, this is a perfect sweet spot for a taxi or ride sharing company. Um, and I think you're really going to be maxing maximizing those EV savings of lower maintenance and lower charging or refueling costs. So I think there's, you know, uh, not only could it actually be saving operators money to operate an EV, but on the flip side, consumers actually, I believe, are starting to place more and more of a premium on these clean services. And that is where the sweet spot of where I think Lyft buying tens of thousands of standard range or medium range or long range Model 3s and deploying them on their network makes a ton of sense. And why is this even you know, more relevant and more, more timely now is because Uh, Lyft has been poaching a ton of employees from Tesla. One of them, Kareem Busta, is actually, I hope I'm saying that right, has gone on to lead um, basically driver services for Lyft and and make sure the drivers are happy. And that involved a ton of different things. But one of the biggest things he's been focusing on is uh, Rider Express. And this is a leasing service that Lyft has launched to allow its drivers to lease a car through Lyft. Originally, they partnered with GM to do this um, and basically making it so if you don't have a car, but you want to drive for Lyft, they'll set up this super easy lease and put you in a car to start driving around. And so this guy who used to work for Tesla and is now running that leasing program, I think is, you know, the perfect fit is they should allow their their lift drivers through Rider Express to lease Teslas, the Model 3. I think this would be a huge opportunity. You know, they could charge a premium for it through green mode. And And the guy who's running the entire operation used to work at Tesla. And who does he report to? Someone by the name of John McNeil, So John McNeil was actually the head of uh, global sales, marketing, delivery, and service for Tesla for almost three years before joining Lyft as the COO as well. And what's interesting is in this blog post, um, shortly after he joined Lyft, what I thought was so interesting is he says, um, you know, he asked himself, like, when I was joining Lyft, um, I I I just joined them right after this first self-driving ride in Las Vegas, and I had some very pressing questions about our future, um, which was in five years, I thought, would this company still need drivers? And if so, what would those drivers need from us? The answer to the first question is an unequivocal yes. So here we have this guy who used to work for Tesla, CEO of Lyft, saying they will need drivers in five years. But what's so funny is if you expand on that same blog post, the way they're thinking about building out infrastructure for drivers is, you know, car and SUV rentals, you know, this express drive thing, like I just mentioned, and also even building out charging stations for electric vehicles. So it seems to me Lyft is pushing more and more into this, you know, wanting to be a fleet operator, wanting to help, you know, uh get cars to their drivers, building out support for their drivers, making it easy, and they're also pushing into green mode. So it seems to me they're just getting so, so close to to partnering with Tesla. And so that's why for this Moonshot Monday, I'm pitching that Lyft partners with Tesla to go all in on green mode, expands this significantly across major cities here in the US, commits to start purchasing maybe 5, 10, 15,000 of the Model 3s to deploy in a pilot program and allow those for leasing through the uh, Express Drive program. Um, Then they could also set up uh, partner with Tesla to set up Supercharging stations, uh, maybe they're Lyft branded or not, um, throughout all of the different cities um, where they're operating these green mode networks, and I think that could also be a service to subsidize supercharger stations for other normal Tesla customers. So there's just a ton and ton of synergies here, and I think this makes so much sense because for Tesla, it's almost no no more incremental work to start selling tens of thousands more cars and start you know accessing this incredible growth in the transportation industry of the ride-sharing trend. Like I think companies like Lyft are signaling that they're desperate for cheap, efficient, affordable EVs like the Model 3. And Tesla's just been too stubborn to partner with them because of this vision of the Tesla network, which is fine. But I just think, you know, they don't even have to go autonomous on Lyft's network, you know, and it's going to be years before the Tesla network is launched. In the meantime, we could be selling tens and tens of thousands of cars to Lyft. You know, even beyond that, like, I think there's room for like one of my buddies, Julian, got picked up in a Tesla Model X on Uber and he was like the gullwing doors open and he said it felt so amazing and he totally would have paid a premium for it. And I think there's this other YouTube video by someone named Andy, I believe, who drove his Tesla Model 3 driving around people for Uber and Lyft. And it was such an amazing way for them to learn about the car. Like it's also amazing marketing for Tesla to have all of these people getting in Teslas all of the time. That's why I think this is such a a beautiful idea as well. Also, huge shout out to to, uh, Kanan from Clean Technica for helping me out with all these amazing renderings of the Lyft and uh, of the Lyft branded Tesla. Those were awesome. Also, a huge shout out to Genius, uh, Genius AVP on Twitter. Um, He also helped me out with a ton of these renderings, so really appreciate that. Kanan also did this funny Starship one, which I'll show you right now, Lyft branded, so who knows how far this partnership goes, even, even getting you to Mars. Anyway, the reason why I wanted to make this episode is not necessarily because I think this is a no-brainer. Not necessarily because I think Tesla or Lyft will partner or it even make sense. Because I do think Tesla is very stubborn and wants to launch its own network. But it's to point out that if you're a car OEM like Tesla and you're building vehicles, you're starting to shift from just focusing on the consumer to wanting to focus on these companies like Lyft and Uber, who frankly are getting more and more leverage in this situation because soon they're. If it's not Tesla, I think they're going to be buying tens of thousands of EVs from someone else, and you want to be able to convince these companies that you're the EV to buy and the and the go-to partner there. And so I just think this space is changing. It's going to be something to watch. Um, you know, if Lyft doesn't partner with Tesla, but they still double down on green mode, you know, which EV do they use? There's so many questions here. I think we're at the cusp of, of so much disruption that I think it's worth thinking outside the box about this, you know, should Tesla commit to the Tesla network? Is it time to change strategy? With This whole backdrop of Tesla just reported Q1 deliveries, lack of demand, you know, people are all worried about that. I think we haven't even scratched the surface of starting started to think outside the box of what could Tesla cars be used for. For if they started to expand markets, if they tried to get into ride sharing and called up Lyft, could they sell 20,000 cars tomorrow? Maybe. And you know, that's not being priced into the stock, I think. And part of the reason I was thinking about this actually is because of Arkimoto, the other tiny little quirky three wheel EVs company I've been following has just announced, um, you know, this, this rapid responder fi- uh, vehicle for fire departments. They've launched a deliverator for last mile delivery. They're building their platform into all of these different vehicles and use cases. And that's something Tesla hasn't need to um, do because they have had so much demand for their consumers consumer cars, then you think about how could they expand demand for their platform. There's there's a million different ways and use cases. And I think ride share, partnering with a fleet operator of a ride sharing company like Lyft is just the first way to scratch the surface and really start unlocking demand. And that's why I think this is such a sort of fun exercise to go through and think through. Also, Tesla has an autonomy investor day coming up. They're going to be, uh, you know, announcing a bunch of new stuff, hardware three. Tesla's really pushing into this vision of, you know, they're a leader in autonomous driving. You know, they see Uber IPOing at around a $120 billion valuation or planning to. They see Waymo rumored to be valued around $75 billion. I mean, Tesla's only valued at less than $50 billion today. I think if, if people realize and start appreciating this autonomy, you know, ride-sharing robot taxi thesis that Tesla could start capturing a lot of value from, you know, Tesla's stock and valuation could benefit significantly. So who knows? This Moonshot Monday could go out the window in two weeks when maybe Tesla will announce the ride when the Tesla network's coming out in two weeks on the 22nd. Who knows? There's a there's, ton that is going to be changing. I'm going to be following it here on HyperChange. But for now, I actually, you know, I think there's a huge opportunity for, for Lyft to double down on green mode and for Tesla to sell, you know, 10, 20 or 30,000 Model 3s and start beta testing this, you know, clean, green, sustainable ride sharing service, which I think the world needs. We're ready for it. I just think it would be a much cooler future if if you had the option to always request a Tesla and not emit carbon whenever you want to ride Lyft. And I think that's beneficial for Lyft's brand. I think Tesla could sell more cars and, and you know, the, 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 the Tesla network is just this idea. It's not here. It's not reality. It's not generating, millions in revenue, but this could. And so anyway, that's my Moonshot Monday. I hope it gets you to think outside the box. Would love to know what, would love to hear what you think in the comments um, below, questions, comments, concerns, why this won't work, why this will work, everything. Leave it below. This is HyperChange. Huge shout out to our Patreon supporters, producers for funding the channel. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.